Hello, friends. Welcome to the Not Your Basic Badass podcast. I am your host, Rachel Shumway, and I am here to teach you how to increase your emotional resilience with awareness, acceptance, and action to achieve your dreams without all of the icky, sticky hustle. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. I am so excited to be sharing this episode with you today with Candace Smiley. We dove deep into the feminine energy and this idea of receiving inspiration, receiving strength instead of, you know, going and pushing forward and really generating and hustling and, you know, leaning in more to the feminine energy of creation, of management, of being the kind of person in the world that can sink into her power and still speak up for herself and still accomplish the incredible things and have those relationships and and business that she wants, but from a place of more ease and receiving. And I found this episode to be particularly timing for the new year as we are all setting our goals and thinking about who we want to be in the new year. So I'm super excited to share this with you and also really excited to share that I'm going to be doing a webinar on January 10th called Create Your Next Client for Deep Feelers in 2022. This is going to be for coaches that identify as deep feelers that want to sign their next client. <laughs> We're going to be talking about niche and offering and how to go out and get that next client, right? And we're also going to be talking about the emotional component of getting really into the right mindset and feeling space to be able to create these results sustainably. So if you are interested in that, go ahead and click on the link in the show notes, which will be a registration link. I will send you all of the details with the Zoom link and the exact time and everything. So if you're interested in that, if you are a coach, if you are a deep feeler, you're definitely going to want to check it out. All right. Now, without further ado, here is Candice Smiley. Hello, friends. I am here today with the one and only Candace Smiley, who is a mom, blogger, podcast, social marketer, and essentialist. We're going to be talking today about the feminine and masculine balance. So, Candace, why don't you go ahead and give us a brief introduction into yourself? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show, Rachel. I'm super excited to be here. Um, yeah, I am first and foremost a mom. I'm actually a new mom at time of recording. I have a four-week-old who's currently mm -hmm. snoozing, so that's awesome. Mom gets congratulations. Some uh, thank you. It's uh, certainly a huge joy in my life to be able to, you know, do what I love and and say, you know, that I'm first and foremost a mom. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I work uh, online, which is awesome, and that gives me the freedom to do a lot of traveling. Uh, gives me freedom to, you know, connect with amazing people and share my story. And I'm really about collaboration. I think it's just a really powerful thing. I started my career as an event planner and I can't seem to get away from, you know, the want to connect and to, you know, collaborate on amazing ideas. So again, thanks so much for having me on your show today. And I'm excited to, to chat. Yes, absolutely. Collaboration is well, it makes life fun, and I think it makes the business world certainly um, go, yeah. go round. So, yeah. So, in your bio and what I was reading about you, you have gone through so many things in your life, and what stood out to me was this interest that you had in the feminine and masculine balance. I, mm -hmm. for me personally, coming from more of a mindset background in in my coaching space 
this this idea of the feminine and the masculine balance usually falls into the the quote unquote spiritual category, if you will. And so for those of us that started out in more of that mindset based place, can you give us a little overview of of the definition of what that feminine masculine balance would be? Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, you know, I grew up like most people do. I didn't necessarily have an awareness of, you know, feminine and masculine, you know, balance, right? I knew I was a girl, right? That sort of thing. I was told I should be a good girl. Uh, mm. You know, I grew up being a very nice girl. And, you know, I'm really into the meanings of words. I think we create our world with our word. And, you know, that's more than just your internal talk, right? It, But that's certainly where it starts. And so, you know, if you start looking at the etymology of some words that you might be using to define yourself, say, for example, the word like nice. Um, and there was an amazing saying in my family that I really, really love, but I've had to sort of shift as I've, you know, sort of expanded my awareness. But the word nice, the etymology of it is actually um, stupid. And oh. right. I didn't know it either. And when I became aware of this, it was this huge, like, aha, <laughs> Because sometimes yeah. being nice means you 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 do stupid things, right? So you're not standing up for yourself, right? A lot of people, uh, you know, to be a nice person means you you give the other person or people um, right of way, and that's not always standing up for yourself. And <laughs> right, I think it's important to share because you know I'm I'm raising a daughter who's six and a half, and she's an incredible little human being. Um, and I don't want to raise her to be nice, right? I want to, I do want to raise her to be appropriate, but not necessarily a nice girl. And mm -hmm. so, you know, there's been some challenge there. So that was really sort of where I started out. And, um, you know, you've read my story and, yeah. you know, it, some of it is less than um, positive necessarily in, in its definition. But for example, you know, at 17, when I was sexually assaulted, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to make him uncomfortable. And that was that whole nice girl thing. So I learned very early on that, you know, sort of, you know, being feminine or what I would have called feminine was more of a vulnerable thing. And I didn't necessarily recognize that I could be very powerful in my feminine. And mm -hmm. so I learned to be, you know, more the siren side of the feminine, which I think I used very much to distract, um, you know, certainly men. Um mm -hmm but to figure out if they were going to be a safe person, right? And even with some women, right, you know, it was a distraction technique so I could figure out if they were going to be for me or against me. And so just unhealed trauma was really running the show. Mm -hmm. Fast forward. Um, and, you know, you've made a comment about the mindset piece, which I think was important because most of the people I learned from, whether it was in sales or whether it was in, you know, business, I dabbled in real estate. Most of my mentors were, I think, almost impossible for me to not, you know, take on some of those more masculine traits, right? Being assertive yeah. and forward thinking and, you know, stubborn, which I always wanted to call determined, but they were sort of very strong traits, very masculine traits. Mm -hmm. So the masculine side of me became highly developed, right? Both from a protection standpoint <laughs> and from, you know, a business standpoint. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to 2020 um, and I finally took some time to do some deep healing. And, you know, for the people listening, you know, they can check out my, my full bio and see, you know, some of the reasons for that. I finally felt like I had time, time, space, and, and um, uh, freedom, I guess, to, to do that. And one of the women I was connected to right away was a feminine balance coach. 
I'd never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Um, right. It still like, sounds even like having explored it for a little bit on my own. Like I said, this is kind of a new topic for me. Uh-huh. It just, what comes to me when I think of like a feminine empowerment, feminine embodiment coach is this picture of like, uh, I don't know what the word is, but just <laughs> the, the silhouette of a woman with long hair, wearing right? a flowy dress, <laughs> surrounded by like this energetic force field yeah I think I was in the same space right um and I feel like I, I very much need to live in a very logical world I'm a very fairly logical person highly creative but very logical and so she was actually inspiring me to get in touch with my feminine. And I said, well, I know how to be a woman. And she said, no, the feminine's all about receiving, mm-hmm. right? Um, and for me, I was like, well, I don't really know how to receive. And I think that's a challenge for many, many women. Totally. We receive compliments. We don't know how to receive support. We don't we certainly know how to ask for it. Um And so I think because we don't want to be perceived as weak, but the opposite I think is true. And this became really like there was almost a full circle lesson for me, right? Because I just welcomed a brand new baby into the world. And of course, that's something that only a woman can do, right? Mm -hmm. Biology. And, you know, there's a feminine aspect to it, but it it takes, it's an incredible amount of strength, right? Like, it's not like you don't, you know, (laughs) like it's, it's a game changer. Yeah. And you know, you know what to do. And it's not like you don't work for it. And we come out the other side, feeling incredibly victorious, incredibly empowered. And so for me, it was almost like, oh, that's true, right? The feminine isn't weak is actually the feminine is incredibly able to, you know, mold, she's incredibly able to step up when she needs to. Um, You know, she feels like there's nothing left in the tank, and she can deliver, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so these sorts of things started to play out in my mind. And I realized that the masculine way I was to operate was very push energy. It was very forward. It was not receiving. And I started to explore this concept about, can I receive, right? When someone says, you know, you did well today, I can say, thank you, right? Can I really acknowledge that? Look someone in the eye and accept a compliment. You should try this, Rachel. Like when I started hearing a compliment I would immediately want to blow it off right feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. but I would lean into it over zoom or it doesn't really matter and you know look them in the eye and say thank you and it was amazing you should see what it does for the other person they light mm-hmm. up when you receive mm-hmm. their their gift of a compliment and I so love that. that's really where it comes from is this idea of can I receive rather than being, you know, pushy, whether it's in my business or otherwise, because this feminine balance coach, um, you know, she, she has certainly a very uh, light feminine air, like you were talking about, but she's also an incredible businesswoman, like no nonsense, do not mess with her. And what she said to me was when she started to live and breathe and operate from her feminine. So embrace the fact that she was a woman thought differently than men operate differently than men, you know, just, embrace the difference. Um, Mm -hmm. She said that people started to trust her differently. Mm. And I was like, well, that actually makes sense because we are women. And so if we come into a conversation, right. And we know that so much of communication is nonverbal and we, we pretend to be something that we're not inherently the subconscious of the other person is like, well, are you a woman or aren't you a woman? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. And 
So I've been embracing that. And what I've been finding is that people respond to the, to the more vulnerable, the more gentle. Um, nobody's called me weak yet, uh, to be honest. In fact, I feel way more dealing with it. And I've been able to soften to strengthen. I've been able to run into things where normally I would feel an incredible amount of anxiety and a need to push forward and make change and mm -hmm. do something different. Mm -hmm. And rather than immediately lean into the do, which is a masculine energy, I'll lean back into the receive and go, what could I do? What would be the most effective to do? Do I need to do anything or can I just receive it for what it is? Right. Does it need oh action? Oh my right gosh. Now? I have chills like everywhere <laughs> as you're speaking. This is such a huge thing. Mm -hmm. So many of us don't know what it feels like to receive as you're talking, you're saying, you know, going into the doing like, mm -hmm. okay, I have to make this happen. I have to push versus like the true scariest thing, I think, especially in the way that we have been conditioned is to sit back and receive yep. and to trust that whatever needs to happen yep. is going to happen to allow ourselves to figure it out, to receive an answer. That shit is scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. 100%. I'm working with a couple of women right now who will literally text me and they're like, dude, I feel like I need to be doing something. And I'm like, well, maybe you do need to be doing something, but let's make sure it's not just, you know, action. Like, you know, if we were, you know, on camera and so I'll try to describe this for your listeners, but you know, a masculine energy is very like forward, right? Like we move mm -hmm. forward, we pull back, we move forward, pull back. Right. And I know that's <laughs> inspiring, but let's think about that for a minute. <laughs> Women, right. We go with the flow right? We move with the moon. We, these are things, right? It sounds woo woo, but let's be real, right? We, we have emotions. We're run by our emotions and how magical is that really? Mm -hmm. Right. And so when I started to kind of embrace that and realize, oh, my up is also, you know, as just as good as my down, my quieter days. And, you know, women, like, let's be honest, we're kind of a dark force, right? Like don't. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, why have we been hiding behind this very passive aggressive, don't piss off the boys mentality, when that's not really what they want, or we want. So it's been a whole kind of a uh, reconnecting with my inner badass to be completely honest with you. Because um, I've embraced my emotions, I've embraced the the frustration, the anger, the, you know, because I watched amazing women, like my mother, my grandmother, I never saw them got angry, not once, like, mm. you know, passive, for sure. Um, gentle, nice girls, right? They'd certainly been conditioned much more than I had been. And so it's been kind of exciting for me to feel like I can embrace all the elements of, of my personality and who I am. So yeah, that's been, mm -hmm. I think the biggest piece is the way I get to show up and operate from the world now feels, uh, feels in, like I'm living in my integrity. I, I am allowing myself to be all of those things. And when I feel the need or when my, you know, uh, people I'm working with, you know, message me and they're like, I feel like I need to be doing something. I'm like, yeah, yeah the conditioning's hard. It's hard to break away from that. So before you go out and do something that's likely from a anxiety energy and need to compete energy, very masculine, a need to be first or foremost or whatever, um, you know, your responsibility today is go sit in a quiet corner, go hide in your closet, whatever you need to do, mm -hmm. 
you know, take 10 deep breaths, reconnect with yourself and listen, and then you'll know who you should contact, you know, for your Mm. business today. You'll know what you could be doing and you'll start to operate, uh, you know, on your business level and your family, it doesn't really matter from a space that actually supports your highest. And it's really interesting because most people, myself included, when I go like, okay, I'm feeling like I need to, to compete. I'm going to take a minute to receive and lean into this powerfully. Just let it be and sit with it. And invariably I begin to know like an inner knowing I could Mm -hmm. do this today and that would feel better. I could do this today and that would be really awesome. And Mm -hmm. I tell people, you know, as you shift into learning to reconnect with your feminine, for me, it feels like the feeling of relief. So I just Mm -hmm. have to go looking for that and I go, oh, I'm going to follow that. That feels better than where I was before. And it's Mm -hmm. just allowed me to be a whole lot more present, which I think is one of the most magical things about living in my feminine is I am very present. Yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense. So I'm, I'm seeing this theme right of of you know taking action that's not necessarily the problem like we we do have to do things yes. in this world <laughs> to create what it is that we want mm-hmm. but the energy behind it when it is in this masculine energy coming from a space of anxiety or mm-hmm. doing for the sake of doing because doing. we feel like we have to be doing mm-hmm. lest we be lazy or not you know mm-hmm. checking the mark or or doing the doing Mm-hmm. from that kind of um, pushing forward, assertive for, forward motion is kind of what I feel the mm-hmm. masculine is mm-hmm. um, versus that of, okay, I'm feeling that I need to do something. And then just asking yourself the question, why, why yeah. do I feel like I want yeah. to be doing this? Because it would feel amazing because I think that this is what <laughs> XYZ marketing strategist, whatever right. said I should be doing. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel good right now. Right? So just that simple pause yeah. to receive an answer. That makes so much sense. It's not that you're sitting back on your couch and just waiting for all of the things to come to you. No. Because that doesn't totally feel in integrity either. But asking yourself for yeah. the guidance in order to receive what the next step is. Oh, so good. So good. So the next question that I had for you is how can you tell when you are operating because everyone has their own balance, right? Of feminine and masculine Mm -hmm. energy. So how can you tell when you are operating from the shadow of one or the other versus the strengths of one of the other, because there's so much conditioning Mm -hmm. to go one way or the other, and every person's going to be different. So how how would you say we can get in touch with the, the, the divine feminine and masculine within both of us or both of us within ourselves mm-hmm. so that we can kind of check ourselves and see when we're operating from imbalance. For sure. For me, it shows up as anxiety. As you said, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel good. I feel on edge. I feel, uh, I just, I don't feel good. Whereas when I'm operating it doesn't really matter because to be honest, I've learned to really embrace the fact that I have this overdeveloped side, um, mm-hmm. which actually creates space for my feminine to operate in, right? Because invariably I know I can handle it, right? If I mm-hmm. have to 
suddenly, you know, step up, right? Very masculine thing. If I've got to, you know, get something done, I know I can. <laughs> I've spent most of my life operating from that. That's actually brought a lot of peace <laughs> to the developing feminine yeah. side of me. And we do operate from both. And so, you know, let's say I was going to be doing a big event and, you know, something was to go sideways. I can be like, I got this handled. I can take, you know, a couple of deep breaths, settle into my feminine so I can be listening to what the options are. I can be paying attention. I can be fully present and I can trust that I can handle it which mm -hmm. for me is the learning to marry the two of them. Do I get this right all the time? No, but I can totally tell when I slip into my mask and because then I push people away and I'm like, I can do it better. I don't need you. I got this handled. Um, and mm -hmm. again, those are not bad traits of the masculine, but for me, they, they, I step out of integrity with myself. I step out of the beautiful creative force that I feel like, um, has been open since I've been feminine and I stop. um, I miss the intuitive hits, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Because as women, we're very intuitive. And I feel like being an intuitive woman and sensing things the way that, you know, women do um, actually adds to my ability to, you know, close the sale because I can sense where people's fears are at and I can speak to them, right? Without necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, um, that sort of thing. I also know I've got the strength from the masculine to say, I got you. We're going to, we're going to get this done. It's Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And so for me, it's been about trying to find this beautiful balance, um, you know, in between the two. And as I mentioned before, for me, it's about looking for a feeling of relief because usually I'm anxious, I'm tired, I'll wake up and I'm grumpy and I think, oh, I'm out of integrity. Where am I out mm. of integrity? And sometimes I have, to, it's two or three days before where I was like, oh, I didn't step up for myself or you know, someone made some offsite comment about a woman and I didn't say anything, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, some of the things that are happening for women's rights and, you know, well-meaning men will say, well, what's the big deal? And, I, and for me, I'm like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And, and, and feeling okay to rise up in that righteous feminine and say, well, actually, you know, here's the thought or in the same way to be, to be fierce because I think the feminine is very fierce. And, you know, so also standing up for women who are like, well, you know, I guess, so I guess in terms of, you know, we are all different, but for me, it feels like relief and anxiety begins to go away. And I feel myself sort of returning um, mm. to the present moment and I'm not in the future and I'm not in the past. I'm just right here, right now dealing with whatever it is. Yeah super present mm -hmm. and not engaging in that like nice girl behavior. That's mm -hmm. such a game changer. I can now just <laughs> replace nice with stupid every time I think about, oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> what that really means. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's stupid. Let's, let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> that's so good. Okay. So then what do you think are some of the things in society that have damaged this fierce feminine slash mm. given off the idea that fem like being feminine means being weak. Well, uh, let me first say I have a ton of respect for men, but I think we've had a very uh, masculine leaning world for a very long time. Mm -hmm. 
and we've just lost touch with sort of the beautiful elements of, of the feminine. And we're not going to go into all of that, but I think that's part of it. There's a huge amount of conditioning that we come up against. I think it's an awareness, um, right. In terms of leaning into the magic of the maternal. And I heard someone, I don't even remember where it was, but like, for example, when we're, when we're children, we spend a large part of our, our childhood playing with both, right? So boys play with girls and girls play with boys and it's all good. And then we hit this adolescence phase and we separate, right? Um, mm-hmm. For lots of reasons. But then when we try to come back together again, right? Um, later on in our, you know, when we're starting to become young adults, um, we have zero idea how to relate to the other side, Mm-hmm. And our differences are not necessarily celebrated. So I can remember, um, you know, hearing about these books that were written for men on how to understand women. And, you know, these books that were written by women to understand men. And I was like, well, I don't need to read a book to understand me because I am I am me, right? I, I can mm-hmm. go internally. But I was fascinated to know what the other side was saying about me. Does that make sense? And so my desire for this whole feminine masculine balance started early. And so if I found a book, I was reading it. And some of them turned me right off to the whole concept. And I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. You were out to lunch, but these are very different women than me. Yeah. Um, And so these these were books written by men about Mm -hmm. women? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I mean, we've all heard. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, and to that end, uh, think about even something as beautifully divinely feminine as birthing a child Hmm. most of the science and the research and the you know i'm going to say that very carefully most of the beliefs that we hold especially in the western world come from a book written by a man Mm -hmm. and every time i talk about it i just get a little peeved because i'm like what the f do you know about delivering a child even if you attended thousands of them, have you <laughs> physically done this? Okay, then you have no idea, um, right? And it's sort of a, a, it's been a pushing away from, you know, the deep inner knowing and, you know, right down to, um, you know, having just gone through this and sharing with a masculine partner who is reading some daddy books written by men. So that's awesome, right? That's their perspective. Mm-hmm. But me having to a couple of times gently say, I get that that was a book and I'm sure it was well-researched and I'm sure there's some science to back up, back it up. And I'm not discrediting that. I also want to just sort of step into my feminine here in this moment and say, we can also trust the deep divine inner knowing of my feminine. Trust me to know my own body. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's an interesting space to be in, right. Then we start to get into the flowy woman, woman space, but you know, can we create and hold space for both of those things? Um, yeah, so I think that part of it happened is that we don't really prep our young people to know that there's a difference. We know that there's, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus, right, to, yeah. to coin the phrase. But do we actually have conversations around the differences in a way that is beautiful and empowering to both sides? I can only I imagine right? Seriously, if I had been 17, and somebody had lovingly, beautifully empowered me to understand, not from a, you know, well, that's boys, and he's just all hormones, right? Mm -hmm. What if I had been empowered to know, you know, what a man could be, and what was appropriate, and what wasn't, and how I could support, you know, his masculinity, right? And understanding Mm -hmm. it. 
And he'd been shared about, you know, how I'm feminine and like, does that make sense? And it's not necessarily that, you know, we're weak, like it's got to come from a powerful place. And I don't even necessarily know how to communicate that at this point or how we make that shift. But Mm -hmm. I know that for me, um, there's a lot to it. And we've gotten away from the family. We've gotten away from those things, right? Like men used to work in the fields with their dads. And so they learned about being a man from another man. Well, when does that happen now? Right. Daddies are gone and they learn about being a man from their video games. And mm-hmm. right. So I think it's a very big challenge that we just need to gently start having a conversation to empower. And as I've been having conversations with men about this, I've been saying, like, look, I'm cool to go to this side of the feminine and say, hey, ladies, this is what men are struggling with right now. This is the challenges. And this is how I see us standing in our beautiful feminine power and empowering them. Mm. And but I said on the same side, I need to know that you guys are going to be stepping up when some guy makes some rude comment and you say offside. And I said, so far, I'm not seeing a ton of men say, hey, offside. And so that's where we as women have had to really step into our masculine because we have to defend ourselves. So I think it's going to be a few years (laughs) as we shift and hopefully we can find um, better balance than we've had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it happens one conversation at a time as well, Mm -hmm. right? Is starting with understanding in ourselves, what is the beautiful, beautiful part of being feminine within me? Mm -hmm. And what is the beautiful, beautiful masculine part as well? And mm-hmm. seeing that it's, it shouldn't be this polarizing thing about like, okay, men will be men or, you know, mm-hmm. this, this mm-hmm. one song um, that says boys will be boys, but girls will be women and mm-hmm. having it be kind of this, okay, well, women that are feminists are just like man haters mm-hmm. versus no, like we really are here to be working together. Like yes. we want to advocate for ourselves. Yes. And that's what we will be doing. We will be mm-hmm. advocating for ourselves because our perspective is like freaking magical. And also we're advocating for you. It's not like yes. we're enemies. It's that <laughs> both sides have incredible strengths. Yes. It's just, this is how I need to be supported. Mm-hmm. And this is how I think I can support you. Can we have an open conversation? Yes. Yeah. Hey, if you want to learn how to feel better, you're going to want to grab my copy of the five categories of emotion. It's my free ebook that has been known to help people demystify, categorize, and unstickify their emotions so they can move forward while learning the new language of their body. Check out the link in your show notes to get your free copy now.